0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
2: Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Blog Talk Radio Alright,
0: tomorrow marks President Trump's 100th day in office. For some it feels more like a year, for others the blink of an eye. Here is President Trump's first 100 days in 360 seconds. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear that the Washington Monument was pecked. This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period. Sean
1: Spicer, our press secretary, gave alternative facts.
0: I think sometimes we can disagree with the facts.
1: Three to five million people voting illegally?
0: And I think we'll, we'll see where we go from here. We are going to get the bad ones out. President of Mexico
2: canceling his planned visit to the United States.
0: It's, it's banning Muslims. No ban, no
3: wall. No ban, no
2: wall. We
0: put the seven countries initially
2: into the executive order. The Justice Department would not oh defend the new Trump Muslim ban. Donald Trump tonight has five... <laughs>
4: The most erudite mind, brilliant thinker, and political philosopher. I am your host, Black Conservative, giving you the hard facts, the actual facts, drawn from the best possible source. We're back here live on Blog uh, Blog Talk Radio. We're back on Blog Talk Radio um, to address uh, what's going on. Uh, All political, and uh, let me tell you what. Today is doom day for Obamacare. Today on Capitol Hill in Washington, today was doom day for Obamacare. The beginning of doom day for this uh, train wreck that we have experienced here the last two years. Obamacare, a major uh, catastrophe, a major Disaster, and the Republican in the House, Republicans in the House today, they had the natural, born courage to repair and replace, vote to repair and replace this disaster, currently known as Obamacare. It is doomsday for the so-called affordable, Act, affordable Care Act, which is not affordable. It has never been affordable for the American people. It has always been price hike. It has always been uh, a failure from its conception. So tonight we're going to talk about why Obamacare is a disaster, why it's a train wreck, why, before they even implement uh, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, it was doomed to fail. And it was doomed to collapse and fail on weight. That's right. Obamacare was doomed to fail and collapse on its own waste. As a matter of fact, you do remember. Uh you do remember doing the uh president election? You do you do remember when uh, Bill Clinton president Bill Clinton himself? You know? Uh, and Hillary thought that Obamacare was uh the greatest accomplishment of President Obama and the Democrat Party, and our country. Yes, Hillary thought that Obamacare was the greatest thing to happen to our country. What? Was she smoking? But Bill Clinton said, (laughs) Bill Clinton said that Obamacare, you know, doesn't make any sense. Clinton said, uh, Bill Clinton said that Obamacare, it doesn't make any sense, and that it doesn't work. That's right. Bill Clinton said Obamacare doesn't work. <laughs> and I like what President Trump said, that on my first day in office, I'm going to ask a Republican Congress to send me a bill immediately to repeal And replace Obamacare And um, folks That's what has happened today Republican Has uh, Voted on a bill To repeal and replace The disaster Called Obamacare You know, President Obama said, you know, that if you like your doctor, you can uh, keep your doctor. You remember that? Obama said if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. That was a lie. He promised his plan would premium by $2,500. Your family. That never happened. As a matter of fact, Obamacare went up, premiums went up. Deductions went up on Obamacare because it was based on a lie that if you like your plan, you can keep, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Nothing but a lie. It never happened, people. And Bill Clinton came out and told the trooper about Obamacare. And the media, the fake news media tried to flip it under the rug. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. I know some of you out there, you love Obamacare. You think that Obamacare is the best thing since mom apple pie. You love Obamacare. Even though it's a train wreck and a disaster, you you still think that there is some life to Obamacare. Well, I'm going to explain tonight what went wrong with Obamacare. It could have been a good health care plan, but something went terribly wrong, terribly wrong with Obamacare that caused it to be a disaster to collapse on its own weight. Something went terribly, terribly wrong with Obamacare. You know, when Barack Obama was uh, Illinois State Senate, State Senator, uh, State Congress, he said that he admitted to an audience that he was an opponent of a Singapore health care system just like they have in Canada, Italy, and Cuba. Obama has always been an opponent of a government-run, socialist-style, control command healthcare system that has proven to be a dismal failure everywhere it has been instituted in every society. Socialism. Is a, there's my failure. Societ, socialism, just like liberalism, is a mental disorder. But yet, liberal Democrats want you to believe that uh, socialism, socialized medicine, is going to be good for the American people When, when in reality, Socialized medicine, a single pair healthcare system, government run command control style healthcare system like they have over there in Canada, and they're running over here 90 miles to the United States in our country trying to find uh, quality healthcare because it's not even working in Canada because they have a waiting list from here to Tallahassee, Florida. Of course, I'm in Tennessee. <laughs> People over in Canada cannot even get quality health care, and they can't timely see a doctor. They're on a waiting list because they can't get to a doctor because they were, They are running a, a shortage of doctors because the doctors are fleeing the system. Even with Obamacare, insurers, insurance companies, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Humana, they have all... Lead Obamacare. They're gone, folks. You want to hold on to Obamacare, to dear life? You want to be on a sinking Titanic? You want to go down in flames with Barack Obama? You want to drown and drop to the bottom of the ocean? Hold on, dear life, to the train wreck called the disaster called Obamacare? Well, let me tell you what, people. Let me tell you what, folks, you're not going to have any insurer to insure you on Obamacare, and they're going to throw you over in the government exchange market, and you're not going to have quality care. You're going to have low-quality care, and you're not going to be able to find a quality doctor who's going to be able to take Obamacare because even the doctors themselves have abandoned Obamacare. They're not taking Medicaid. You see, Obamacare is only good for you if you broke, busted, and disgusted. you poor. You're living 133% to 400% below the poverty level. Yeah, Obamacare is good for you because they're going to throw you on Medicaid, on Medicare, and you're not going to have quality care, care, and you're not going to be able to see uh, the best doctors because the best doctors are not even taking Obamacare in most states. They are fleeing Obamacare at record speed. And the only thing you're going to be left with, because you love Obama, you think obama been touched by an angel, you love Obama and his socialistic, communistic, Marxist health care plan, you're going to be left with Obamacare with high premiums, high deductibles, and poor quality care. Kumbaya You see now the Republican Party The Republicans now Are doing the right thing for For the American people They are now following The leadership president You see I told you that this president the Trump administration, brilliant mind, the best of the best, appointed to office, the best of best in his cabin, uh, presidential cabin. This country is now about to be back on the right track. We are moving forward to making this country great again, great health care, great jobs, great security for this country. Because under Barack Obama, we had poor security. Homeland security was poor. president for eight years in office who was incompetent and was afraid to lead. He led from behind. Now we got a president who is not afraid to lead the country, who's not leading from behind, but he's taking charge. He has gone to work for the American people. And this president is keeping his promises, and he's doing the right thing for the American people, and the fake news media will not report what's really happening. They will not report the true progress that's been made by President Trump. So Obamacare is a disaster. It's going to be repeal and replace folks. Make no doubt about it. We're going to have more access to... You're going to have more access to good doctors. You're going to have quality care. Your premiums are going to start to come down. Your deductions are going to start to decrease. You're going to have more choice, more freedom. Doctor, patient relationship, instead of bureaucrats, some bureaucrats there telling you what and what you should not do and and what you should and should not buy, we're going to be able to have choice with the new bill. Call in just in case you're listening to the Black Conservative Show. (laughs) Sometimes I get just a little uh, overexcited about this great country Because I love my country I am an American I'm not ashamed To be called an American I am in America America is my Homeland It's my home I am not an African American I'm not from Africa I have no desire To go to Africa And if anybody going to Africa I will Wave you bye-bye as you fly across the sky through the clouds. America is my home. I am an American. I'm an American. And that's what people need to learn to be again, to start back becoming. Americans, you are an American. You should love your country. And God, we we trust. You should not be out there burning the American flag, even though you have the liberty to do so. You should not be out there trashing the Constitution, even though you have a right to do so. You should love your country. You should respect and honor the Constitution. I am an American. I'm not an African American. I'm an American. The number to call, (laughs) let me give the number out to those who listen in. You can see the number, too. But the the number to call into the show is uh, 713-955-955. Uh, 0441, that's the number, 713-955-0441 is the number to call into the Black Conservative Show. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the disaster called Obamacare. So I'll be back in just one moment. I'm going to come back to take your call here on the Black Conservative Show, giving you the hard facts, the actual facts, drawn from the best possible source. We'll be back shortly.
5: The head of Planned Parenthood weighed in tonight on what the first 100 days of the Trump presidency might mean for the millions of women who rely on the Organization for Health Care. I asked Cecile Richards this evening about ongoing efforts by Republicans to cut federal funding to Planned Parenthood.
2: What Congress is trying to do is to say to women across the country, you actually can't go to Planned Parenthood anymore. Birth control, or for cancer screenings, and what that is—that includes a lot of Republican women in this country who really can't understand why Congress is basically kind of playing politics with their access to affordable health care.
5: And you even see some Republicans grappling with that reality. Dean Heller is a—we uh, call him a vulnerable uh, Republican—and and he's not—he's not on board with the plan to defund Planned Parenthood. Does that give right. you some glimmer of hope that there might be more Republicans that sort of join that coalition, or? are given sort of the running room to, to not be on board with defunding Planned Parenthood?
2: No, absolutely. And of course, uh, Senator Collins has been a strong supporter of Planned Parenthood, as has Senator Murkowski from Alaska. And if you use the example of Nevada, where, where Senator Heller is from, Planned Parenthood is very popular in Nevada. Uh, and A lot of women come to us for health care, same as Truman Is that because Arizona. of the economic circumstances in Nevada, or is it, is it tied to economic... It's actually we're kind of popular everywhere, and I think that's what is a little bit of a misunderstanding. We're in all 50 states mm-hmm. because when women come to Planned Parenthood for preventive health care, they're not coming to make a political statement. They're coming because they need high quality, mm-hmm. affordable care. Mm-hmm. Do you look at Ivanka as a potential way into this White House
5: in terms of uh, not just educating them, but maybe garnering some. Um,
4: You're a most erudite mind, brilliant thinker, and political philosopher. Back here live on Blog Talk Radio. You know, I was looking at the stats of the show. Uh, Pretty much curious about who are tuning in and listening to... uh, the new and improved Black Conservative Show. And folks, there are people listening. Uh, there are people listening through today and through tonight to the Black Conservative Show. So we're going to continue to advance a conservative agenda here on Blog Talk Radio. We're not going to be discouraged or dismayed by our critics, but we're going to continue to advance a conservative agenda which happens to be a moral agenda. Going to go to the phone lines. I see we have a call. Again, the number to call in is 713-955-0441. Caller, you on air? Let's see here. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Yeah, back to service How you doing? <laughs> well, there you go. I had to figure out which button I was pushing. I'm doing good. How are you, Corey? Doing good. Doing good. I'm doing good. Just checking in. On you. Glad to see you back on on the radio. I'm I'm trying to hold it down. Um, trying to hold it down. Gonna start with an gonna start with an hour broadcast at first, and once we pick up some momentum, then we're going to go into two hours. I don't see a need for doing two hour segment at this point, but uh, I think an hour is enough time to undermine the radical socialist leftist, leftist agenda that Dem- Democrats are trying to. Well tried to push for eight years on the against the will of the American people. It didn't work, huh? No, it didn't work because Obama Obama um, got uh, what they call a slacking during the midterm election. Democrats lost control of both houses, the House and the Senate. Yeah, they did. Uh, ultimately lose control of the White House. Yeah. Uh, Democrats laws con- yeah, Democrats lost. Yeah, Democrats lost control of uh, the White House, and let me tell you why it's a good thing. You ask the question why it's a good thing, and people ask that all the time. It's a good thing because the way this country were going for the last been going for the last eight years, all the way down from uh, these uh, unnecessary regulations being imposed upon on small businesses. And uh, uh, different companies And 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 the way uh, we were losing jobs No GDP growth Under President Obama No GDP growth You know, when President Bush was in office uh, The average P growth was About 3 or 4% each year It made a felony last year But under Barack Obama We was having 0.1% GDP growth That's the gross domestic product Uh, We weren't having any growth because – the reason why is because Obama, socialist, economic, liberal policies were not working because it was too uh, burdensome. It had too many burdensome regulations that were stifling job growth, job creation. And that's the reason the economy did not recover back in a big way from the uh, recession. Go ahead, Corey. Oh no, I was just, I was just, I was just asking, you know, questions, you know, listening in. Yeah, one so. thing in I just want to get your perspective
3: on a couple things. That's so. <laughs>
4: all. <laughs> well, I'm glad you called it in to the most erudite mind That's all. Yeah, brilliant thinking, political philosopher. Um, but uh, you know, I talk to you every day, Corey. So you're not new to. My school of thought, and um, but there again, um, um, now that they have voted in the House to repeal and replace Obamacare, it's going to go into the Senate where Republicans do have uh, the majority control, and um, um, it's going to be repealed. And remember, now, folks, if you all remember. And the president said this: that they have three phases of repealing Obamacare. The face, the first phase has to do, you know, uh, you know, with the um, with the regulations and the mandate and things of that nature. And then you have the second phase dealing with the taxes, and the third phase dealing with all the good stuff, uh, the choice, your doctor, things of that nature. Because Obama now, you know, Obama said that uh, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor you can keep your doctor. We found that uh just not to be the case and in Arizona and other places, premium skyrocket uh one hundred and sixteen percent and um uh premium were doubling deductibles. I-, I saw I read in some places where uh some deductibles was eight and twelve thousand tw- dollars. that's just absolutely incredible.
3: Well, you know, that's
4: absolutely – yeah. Uh, wow. $12,000 $12, in premiums were going up almost 100%, so three times the amount. So we see that, you know, you couldn't keep your insurance under Obamacare because if you did, you couldn't afford the deductibles or the premiums. And then if you lost your insurer – you were thrown into the Obama exchange, you know, and there, you know, your premiums were increased.
3: penalized for. It. But penalized, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah so yeah. if you, you know, you know, um, we it, it just did not pan out. And if what we need is to the government. The government came in in the 1960s until they came in and screwed up everything. And see, the insurance company is just the fleas on the back of the 800-pound gorilla. The government is the problem. The government who we need to get out of the way, they're the one was causing these arbitrary prices and uh, inflation and so forth. So the insurance company, rightly so, was the fleas on the back of the gorilla because, hey, look, people are going to sign up with pre- Existing conditions, and insurance company, you know, the government was just going to write a check. But here's the problem with that. Here's why that collapsed. Do you know why these insurance companies bailed out of Obamacare? You know why they said, "Hey, we're, we're going to flee. We're going to go. We're through with this." Humanity said, "Look, after 2017, we're through with this crap. We want. We don't have nothing else to do with it. We're not going to continue." To insure, insurance provider, being insurance provider for Obamacare. You know why? Because Obamacare, what Obamacare did was force insurance companies, pre existing conditions, high risk people who had problems. In other words, you could go to the doctor, find out that you have a, uh, a health problem, whether it was critical, chronic illness, or whatever. And then you can go and sign up for health insurance, and the insurance company had to cover the risk.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: And the problem was right? is that the insurance company was not being reimbursed for doing so. So the insurance company, Humana and others, lost what four hundred something million dollars, six hundred something billion dollars, trying to who have who had. Who had pre-existing condition or went to the doctor and found out found out that they was diagnosed with something Now the insurance company had to cover the risk. But that's not how insurance works. Insurance is a risk pool. You know? The lucky, you have the lucky and the unlucky. So with Obamacare, you had people who were in good health trying to put the bill for people who are in bad health and not having enough healthy people to sign up for Obamacare. Because you know why? Because Obamacare had what we call a glitch in it. (laughs) You know, when they architect and design, they wrote Obamacare, they messed up. They allow, two things it is. They allow for people to, uh, opt out of Obamacare, opt out of the government mandate by paying a penalty. So if you didn't want Obamacare, if you didn't want to uh, sign up for Obamacare, you could easily pay the 2.5% penalty uh, at the end of the year out of your taxes, and you could escape the horror of Obamacare. That is exactly what people who want to forego insurance healthy people, especially young people, um, uh, done. They say, hey, look, we're not gonna pay three, two times our premium. We're not gonna pay for insurance that we're never gonna need, you know, hip replacement and and uh, uh fraternity insurance. We're gonna opt out. So they prefer they rather prefer to pay the two on five percent twenty of their gross income, so we'll write the government a check. Hey, go ahead on and take two hundred and ninety four dollars out of my income tax. That's better than me paying six hundred dollars a month for Obamacare that don't work, that didn't work, that I can't use because deductibles too high and the premiums are high, and there's no providers, no doctors who's going to take it. So, individuals like. Our coworker Jeremiah said, "Hey, I can't afford to pay for Obamacare. I'm just going to opt out and pay the little two hundred dollar penalty, and not even deal with it at all." Well, what happened? Obamacare, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act was survival was based on it's the survival of the fittest. It was a gaming system. Obamacare was a gaming system. If Healthy people, young people, if enough did not sign up, of course they wanted 23 million, to 20 million or so to sign up for it, and there was only 2 million, but the media tell you, the fake news media said, oh, uh, 20, uh, 23, 20 million young people, 34, 000, uh, 34 million young people, signing up for Obamacare, never happened. Obama was a train wreck. When they tried to get the Obama website up and running, it collapsed. It it broke down. They couldn't get it up. They they paid somebody $10 million to try to come and fix that crap. One uh, computer designer said, hey, you could have paid me $2 million, and I would have had it up up and running less than 24 hours. And they paid $10 million of taxpayer dollars to try to get Obamacare a website when they implement that crap up and running, and it still collapsed on its own way. What a waste of taxpayer money. What a waste. So uh, Obamacare was tension on, depending on young, healthy, youth people, 26 years old, who was not on a parent's insurance, 26 and above, to sign up for Obamacare. And they gave him, they gave Obamacare the middle finger. Not going to happen. We're not going to do it. You can have Obamacare. We're not going to sign up for this. And it collapsed. It began to collapse.
2: And the insurance
4: companies backed out because they said, hey, look, we're not going to continue to insure people with pre-existing conditions, high-risk people. There's not enough for healthy people to cover their medical bills. We're not going to lose money unless, you reimburse unless we're being reimbursed by the state. We're not going to do it. Because the insurance companies are in business not to pass out bottled water, not to be a nanny state. The insurance companies are in business to make a profit. That's the insurance risk pool. It's the lucky and the unlucky. And if you get enough lucky people to sign up for it, to jump into the insurance pool and pay for insurance, even though they don't need it now, then the unlucky people will be able to benefit. So now, with Obamacare, only the unlucky people, people with health problems, was benefiting because they wasn't paying anything into the system, because they were thrown on Medicaid, because they was about below 133%, 444% above the property level. They couldn't afford to pay for it. You and I, the taxpayers, was putting their bill while we got trashy insurance premiums or high insurance premiums, and high deductible, and they sitting there uh, whispering Dixies about how good Obamacare is. Uh, now people with pre-existing conditions can now jump on Obamacare. They, that, uh, that didn't happen to us before because us couldn't get insurance at first. So they got Obamacare, throw them on Medicare Medicaid, and it collapsed. Just like 10 care. You remember 10 care. You remember 10 care, Corey, don't you? Uh 10 care collapsed here in Tennessee. 10 care collapsed because there were no stipulations, no regulation to who can who was qualified, who was not qualified, and everybody was getting 10 care crossing the state line from Missouri, Kentucky and Arkansas. Uh, in Mississippi, going and getting on ten care, and people were making six figure income sixty seven thousand dollars a year on ten care abusing the system you see anything that people don't have to invest in when people don't have to invest their own hard earned money into something into a system, they're gonna abuse it. There's nothing free when you start giving folks free housing. Obama phone, free this and free that. They're going to abuse it. Just like the welfare system, the welfare program. People abuse welfare. They abuse food stamps. You got a lot of people who don't even deserve or need to be on welfare. But you know what? It's a gaming system. It's a gaming system. They learn how to play the game. They learn how to to abuse the system, manipulate the system, and use the system to their own advantage. And it collapsed. Because if you're giving folks some, if you're giving people something for free, they're not going to respect it. They they're gonna have no respect, no consideration, no regards for human life. They're going to use the system, gain the system, and and drain the system and get whatever they can get out of the system at the expense of someone else. So Obamacare, from the moment of origination, from the moment of, the moment, from the moment of its conception, was doomed to fail. Now, I know that doesn't sound good to some of you Obama supporters out there. You know, if you like your doctor, you'll be able to keep your doctor. If you like your health plan, you'll be able to keep your health plan, period, Obama said. No one would take take it away, no matter what. That's what Obama said. No one, if you want to take it away, uh, uh, no matter what, uh, Republicans are lying to you. They are using fear tactics. They're trying to make, they're trying to uh, drive fear in the heart of the American people. That's what Obama said. If you like your current insurance plan, you can keep it. That's what Obama said. You know, you know, the law will only make it more secure and more affordable. That's what Obama said about Obamacare. That is exactly what Obama said about Obamacare. Caller you on the air. Uh 522. Two. You're on on the Black Conservative show. What's going on? Terry, what's up Terry? <laughs> Well no, but my boy me and told me you was on there. I just had to call because everything you just said is one hundred and one percent true. <laughs> well, you listen to the most. You are listening to the most erudite mind, brilliant thinking political philosopher. You know, uh, I told Corey uh, this is not my first rodeo. I know the destruction uh-huh. that socialism brings, and you, Terry, being a scholar, you know what uh, uh, socialism
3: oh, di- is a di- disaster that it brings. For-
4: but look down on what's going on in Venezuela right now, as we speak. Socialism,
3: it's uh-huh. going on right now. Oh yeah.
4: But they don't. But you see, you don't see uh, the liberal media reporting on it. They even went back and said something about it it's because of what Trump said. <laughs> How crazy that sounds! But I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> this stuff is going on right there in people's face, and they they choose to ignore it just to believe. A lie that somebody else telling you because that lie is comfortable. That truth is so hurtful; it it, it hurts your feelings and all that. You know you can't hurt people's feelings nowadays. You have to be nice, even if it's a lie. You have to be nice to them. You can't do that. That's like I was seeing, I seen something today on social media talking about a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Is it racist? Cause it had two slices of bread. I said next is gonna be milk. Milk gonna be racist. You know, that's what they always say. You know, and Democrats love to uh, use fear and indiscrimination uh, uh, and racism to fool their subjects, their people. Oh, Republicans are going to take away your health care. Oh, little children are going to die. Uh, uh, Grandmom is now going to lose her, her Social Security and Medicare.
3: And the I, Repub- I got, they got one want even you to-
4: better. I got one even better, black conservative. What uh-huh. did the Klan used to do to blacks back in the day when they were running wild? Always put free in you, modern day. <laughs> Always put free to have you scared of them. Keep you afraid to do anything. Want to keep you in that one little control spot so they can control you and tell you what to do, when you can do it, how you can do it. Modern day Democrat, They want to put you in oh, that yeah. hole and control you, keep you right over there. And you know what Obamacare, you know who Obamacare disproportionately hurt the most? Poor people, minorities, Hispanic, poor, poor whites, poor Hispanics, poor Made you more dependable on something else that wasn't really promised. Because they were not going to get the quality care that they thought they were going to receive. They were going to be thrown into the, the government market, Obama exchange, and be thrown on Medicare, Medicaid. There wasn't, And the doctors mm-hmm. have stopped taking Medicare, Medicaid. Doctors are not taking it. They couldn't you afford know, to. They couldn't afford to. They couldn't afford. It because they wouldn't reimburse them. And then on you top know, of that, afford- if something is so good, why do you have to force people, force it up onto people? If it's so good. If it was exactly what he said it would be, you think all don't help to ensure people will not be running to it? If it was so good, well, why would you force me to be on it and then penalize me when I choose not to? Well, Terry, if, if it, it was so, so good, good, why did not Democrats themselves, you know, Democrats in Washington, Obama, they exempt themselves from it. Yeah, uh, a sir, government it they, put a, they put a fix in there for government employees, the bureaucrats, so they can opt out, but they force it on you all. You know why? Because they found that the Obama administration, you know why? Because the Obama administration inflated Obamacare coverage, coverage numbers by almost 42%. <laughs> but they don't that's hear you,
3: though.
4: <laughs> you know, you that's what happened. You can jump on top you know, of here. head. And, and put it on, you can draw a little colorful cartoon, they still won't understand what you were saying. But like and, I uh, tell everybody, I say every four years when they had a DNC, the number one thing they do is, one, accuse our Republicans of being a racist, and then, two, tell you those heartwarming stories and those speeches that have everybody all teary-eyed. They do it every four years. And once that's all over with, once they get what they want, what do you get out of the, the plan? Nothing. Four more years of hope, dreams, and promises that you never get. And they still fall well,
3: for the up They've
4: been a week for over 50 years. Oh, yeah. And also, Obama said when they had Obamacare, you know, the media was carrying the fake news media carrying Obama's bathwater. Oh, 11, uh, 12, 12.8 uh, 12. million people uh, <laughs> now have insurance. And, and, and insurance have and so have declined by uh 12 million people. Yeah, let me tell you why it declined. They only had 2.2 million that gained private coverage under Obamacare that actually got private coverage insurance and there and those are the people who premium went skyrocket and their deductible skyrocket. Mm. But guess what? The the other 11.8 million guess what happened to those people? They went on Medicaid.
3: Mm. What we'll happened to Obamacare?
4: They enrolled in the exchange and in, 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 uh, in 2015, 2016. They went on Medicaid. They didn't get into private coverage. You know why? Because they couldn't afford it because they wasn't uh, making above, they were living 133%, 444%, uh, below the poverty level. So, the media never reported on the two They ain't going to report, this. The, they the, the, report the, this. the economic disaster, you know, they never reported on the the, uh, the loss of quality education and the economic disaster to families and jobs over the two million people who lost their insurance. going to tell you this. No, they ain't going to tell and you this. You know, I saw him on Hannity. Hannity had those people on his website. I mean, on his show, who lost their insurance, and who was being hit by high deductibles, and the president even um, the president even invited them to the White House and had a meeting with people who and small business owners who, in I mean, the deductibles and the premium was eight to twelve thousand dollars, just skyrocketing, and Obama lied. And people are dying physically and economically. Obamacare was a disaster, and it needs to be. And I'm glad Republicans had the courage to keep fighting this. I thought they were just going to give up and let Obamacare uh, uh, remain for the next year, 2017, 18. But I'm I'm glad that Republicans had some fight in them and came back. And thanks to the Freedom Caucus, thanks, thanks to the Freedom Caucus, who wanted the insurance companies to not be taking the risk and to not to be able to be in reverse by state and federal for mm-hmm. people with pre-existing pre-existing conditions because that was causing uh, arbitrary prices and and causing um, uh, high taxes and and the, the debt to rise. But I'm glad that the Republicans had the courage to say, to revisit this thing and say, hey, look. We're going to get something done here, and we're going to get it done now.
3: Today mm-hmm. was
4: doomsday, folks. Today was doomsday, doomsday. And as well, you can see, the first thing they did was run up to the the Republicans in uh in uh, California, kind of scared them. them, you you vote for this bill, you're going to lose your seat. You're going to lose your seat. Trust me, they Republican in California, they ain't going to lose their seat because, you know, Democrats vote for them. So you know, how would they do it? Re- More scared. Yeah, some, take. Of those, uh, take. some of those Republicans out there in California scurrying. They look pretty really liberal really too. Yeah. They 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 got they got liberal they got a liberal way. I trust yes, they got whole. They, the they, they have those. I liberal, do, liberal. I just wish the whole state of California just break off and float on out there and see how long they last. <laughs> they won't last long. It won't. They yeah. Um, but uh, they scared me out there, and, you know, that's what happened when you're out there flying with the buzzers out there. Uh, that's what happened. But um, but President Trump and his great leadership, and, you know, Trump is a negotiator. And this president, you know, he's going to learn uh, he'll be a better president this time next year. He's got to get in there and learn policies. He has got to get in there and learn how Washington is run. He's got to get in there and 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 find his way around. I mean, fill his way around uh, uh, Washington. And, and he's very smart. It's not his first rodeo. He's a business owner, but uh, and he has smart sure. people around him. But he's going to be. I can see this president once he get a little more experience under his belt on how things work in the House and the Senate and what needs to be done to get votes and how to get votes, I can see that this president, this time next year, two years from now, Trump is going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with. This president is going to brilliant because he catch on on real fast. He catch on uh, very fast. Hold on now. You know you don't catch on real fast. You know our Democrats say he's the dumbest president ever, and he just so dumb, but how many of it took a million dollars to made an empire like him though? Well, you oh, know, you gonna call that automatically. just dumb. You know, Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden said that uh you know, when they asked about President Obama, do you do you think he's ready? You know, they asked Joe that. Oh drunk Joe, Joe Biden, vice president. Do you think he's ready? And nope. um Joe Joe said no, but I, I think he can be ready. Uh that the job of the president, see, don't lean itself to on the job training. And they asked him, Would you run with John McCain? That time Obama was going against John McCain. He said, I would be glad to run with John McCain and any 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 uh <laughs> any, 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 any stuff. <laughs> yeah. But Obama had no ex listen folks, Obama had no business experience, no executive experience. When he was running for office, and Obama himself said, "Well, you know, I like, get in there, I'm gonna got to I got to learn. So there, there, I got to learn. I got to learn as I go." And Joe Biden said, uh, "This not no learn as you go. It don't lean itself on the job training." And then Obama thought the presidency was on the job training, and that's why he failed. That's why the policies failed. Let me say this. Here. Let me say this here. How can you do that? Even Democrats. Organized though. <laughs> Yeah, a community organizer. Yeah. A community antagonizer. You know, it was Barack Obama who was a civil rights activist activist. You know, uh intimidate them banks. Intimidate banks, him and Jesse Jackson and these other Democrats.
3: These uh banks
4: to uh they uh happy
3: Hour, happy <laughs> They um, I get some um, feedback there. Yeah, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, well,
4: I'm just gonna put you on mute there. Hold on for a minute. i right. gonna take care off for a minute. <laughs> for a minute, he got some discussions there, and interference there in the back. All right, folks. We're just having a little technical problem there. Uh, going to take a little short going to take a little short break, and I'll be right back. Let me uh, fix this problem. To day
1: ninety nine, which was spectacular in our nation's capital, but day one, as you remember, was cold and gray back in January when the president took the oath of office and spoke of American carnage and rattled the establishment with these words.
0: Washington flourished, but the people did not share in its wealth. Politicians prospered, but the jobs left. Americans want great schools for their children, safe neighborhoods for their families. But for too many of our citizens, a different reality exists. An education system flush with cash but which leaves our young and beautiful students deprived of all knowledge we've defended other nations borders while refusing to defend our own
1: all themes that have been part of the first 99 days the president's approval numbers right now in the mid-40s and while 30 executive orders and 28 bills have been signed into law 13 of which were bills that were rollbacks from obama era regulations The big three that he campaigned on, health care, tax reform, and immigration reform, have not happened quickly as he had hoped. The president is clearly frustrated, to some extent, with the Republican Congress. The businessman now president, learning that the wheels turn slowly in this town, and he sees his biggest wins so far as outside our borders. Earlier today, we spoke about both.
0: Well, I think I've gotten uh, and developed tremendous relationships throughout the world with the leaders. That's something that you won't. You know we have this artificial barrier called 100 days, which I'm not a big fan of. But of course, although have made a pretty victim. good effort no, to get a lot no, of to No, no, I fall victim to it yeah. also, but.
4: live on Blog Talk Radio, giving you the hard facts, the actual facts drawn from the best possible source. I see Terry was on the line, but Terry is gone. Uh, he had some uh, difficulties there, but there uh, so again, it's been a great uh, broadcast, and we're going to be back again tomorrow night, this same time, <sighs> at 7.30 p.m. here on uh, the Black and Served show here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, There again, uh, folks, uh, always do your own fact-finding, your own research, your own discovery. Think for yourself. Uh, Think for yourself. I believe in the concept of the individual, individuality, individuality, individual thinking, expression, and judgment from each individual. You don't need politicians or some... uh, figurehead to think for you. You have a logical mind. You are able to undergo a logical, logical, rational uh, thinking uh, process. You can think for yourself and make decisions uh, without the consent and approval of uh, politicians and other people around you who wish to take away your independent liberty and freedom. Today was a good day for the American people. Today was a good day for the American people in the passing of the health care bill, uh, repeal and replacement of Obamacare, because now the American people have choice. They have choice. Now can choose their own doctor. They can choose their own plan. They don't have to pay for insurance that they don't need. So it's going to be great for the American people. And, um, We're going to see what happens as this bill moves on to the Senate. And I'm confident that it will pass the Senate as it did the House. But Obamacare is now dead. Obamacare is now dead on arrival. (laughs) It has come to a screeching halt. Um, It is a train wreck. It is a disaster. And we have now something new and refreshing. New and refreshing. Well, that's it on the Black and the Show. I mean, tomorrow night, this same time, 7.30 p.m., giving you the hard facts, the extra facts, drawn from the best possible source.
5: The head of Planned Parenthood weighed in tonight on what the first 100 days of the Trump presidency might mean for the millions of women who rely on the Organization for Health Care. I asked Cecile Richards this evening about ongoing efforts by Republicans to cut federal funding to Planned Parenthood.